Super duper punch. Superhero kick. Super show. Woo! I'm Dude Super, and I'm coming at you from my mom's basement, which reminds me, mom, pizza rolls. I'm really excited to tell you about the adventures of any man, because he's the best, 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 best. Any man is so awesome. So let's jump into episode one, where a little dude named Little Eddie ends up in a lot of trouble, and he's in need of a hero, but who is gonna save him? Let's check it out on the super duper punch, superhero, kick, super show. What's that? Hey, that looks like a sign that says blah, 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 candy. I like candy. I like candy a lot. But that doesn't look like candy. It looks like it's just slime. Maybe it's slimy candy. Maybe it's slimy gummy candy. Maybe it's the gummy before the bear or the worm. There's the sign, and I, do, I hope it. I'm gonna have to investigate. I'm not sure though. It's cold. It's cold and slimy and sticky. There's, this reminds me of stuff that I wake up covered in sometimes. I've discovered an issue. It is definitely. Slimy and sticky. <laughs> hey. You should do that. Should I do what? You shouldn't get that slime. It what? says, this, there's a sign right there. Yeah. It says, don't get in it, this is not candy. <sighs> well, I can't read. Then how did you know the sign said candy? Well, because it, because candy, yeah, Mr. Um, Superman, is it? Yes. Do you mind if I call you Mr. Superman? Yes, please do. Okay? Yes. Is that okay? Yeah. This is really slippery. Uh-huh. Um, it may not look like it, but I know my way around a candy. No, no, it, it kind of looks like it. Okay, well, that hurts my feelings. I thought you were here to help me, not hurt my feelings. Now I not only feel trapped by this false candy, but by your hurtful words. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to hurt your feelings. Uh, what was your name again? It was Little Eddie. Little Eddie, I'm sorry, to, but you are stuck in the slimy, sticky slime now. Yeah, but fortunately I'm Madi, so watch this, I'm gonna break out right now. Maybe if I try getting like a different, like some, it's harder to get any gripper. If you thought leverage. it was candy, why did you go feet first? Just wondering. Listen. There was a lot of thought that went into this procedure. Nope. And it's, it's, hey, um, I have a news flash for you. Flash is not here. No, I, a news story. Speaking of, you kind of look like this guy named Clark Kent. Nope, never you mind, never is? mind, keep talking. Yeah, okay. What, what is new, the news story? News flash, I'm stuck. No way. Yeah. Um, You're stuck? Okay, well, what's your idea? Get me out of this situation that was in no way my fault and nobody saw coming. There was a sign right there. Right, but what wasn't there? I don't see a fence. I don't see a barrier. I don't see some kind of a security guard keeping me from getting in here. Anyways, just use your laser vision and get rid of the, the slime and get me out of here. That's not how that works. If I use the laser vision on the slime, it heats up and then you heat up and then you die. Oh, that's, 
That's a good point. That's a bummer. Um, I'm... Well, use your freezer breath. No, no. I use my freezer breath, and I freeze the slime, and then I freeze you with the slime, and then you die. I have a question about freezer breath. Yeah. Is that what it's like to chew five gum? Yeah. That's cool. Oh, I remember. I'm stuck. Well, fly me out of here. I can't. Why? It's too sticky. Can't and I don't want won't. any of that on me. And also, if you're slippery when I pick you up, you could fall and die. That that does seem problematic to my future. Right. Okay, well, what do we do now? I don't know. I can't help you. You can't. So, let me... You know, I got a great idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna call Batman. Wait a minute. If yeah. you can't help me, Superman it's Superman, right? Yes. It's Mr. Superman? Yes. Okay, Mr. Superman. If you can't help me, a person with actual powers well not a person because you're an alien who came from another planet and then you just get supercharged by our sun and then you just look like a guy. But what was I saying? Oh you actually have superpowers. If you can't help me and you have superpowers, what's Batman gonna do? <laughs> I like you. You're right. You should tell him that when he comes. So okay. where are you going? I need your help. No, I'm gonna go get him. And no, it's you tell Mr. You make Superman. Sure you tell him, okay? Wait. Oh no! Little Eddie is stuck and has no sign of getting loose. Superman was no help at all. Will Batman be able to set Eddie free, or will he be a slimy dude forever? Or maybe any man will do what he does best, which is anything. <laughs> Find out in just a few minutes on the Super Duper Punch Superhero Kick Super Show. Okay, so for the next few weeks, we are gonna be in this Super Duper Superheroes Super Series. Try saying that five times fast, okay? And so we're gonna involve a lot of these little skits up here with little Eddie and eventually you'll meet any man. And so I just ask you, don't take yourself too seriously, okay? Enjoy the skits, they're gonna be really, really funny. And yeah, they're a little bit, a little bit immature, but they're kind of supposed to be, that's why it's funny, okay? So we'll be watching a lot of little Eddie's adventures in this series, and through his story, we will find out a little bit more about the ultimate superhero, which we will come to find, is Jesus. Now, growing up, I was always a pretty big fan of superheroes. The Marvel movies, the like cool Marvel movies, came out when I was around middle school, and so like in elementary school, all I had was the original Spider-Man, which is Tobey Maguire, which is the best Spider-Man, no argument. Yes, okay. Way better than Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield, which other names for them are trash, okay? Tobey Maguire is the Spider-Man. And so I grew up on those Spider-Man movies. I also grew up on the other superheroes of that time, which was like the Star Wars characters from Star Wars Episode 2 and 3, okay? Really liked Anakin. Big fan. Ladies, you know why, okay? So I really, really, really loved those movies. And then as I got older, middle school came along, then like Iron Man came out and these really cool high budget Marvel films started coming out. And I just always got so, so into them, but it wasn't really the storyline that I loved or even the characters or even the really, really cool costumes, but rather the idea of a superhero. 
The idea of having someone out there who really could swoop in at a moment's notice and save you from bad situations and bad guys. And I began to imagine when I was a young little girl watching these movies, having my very own personal superhero that was always there, always watching my back, ready to step in in a second's notice if I were facing any danger, who could swoop in to save me from the bad guys, who could fly me anywhere in the world in a moment's notice, who would beat up anyone who dared to be mean to me or make fun of me. I loved the idea of this, but I quickly began to realize that it was just that, an idea, a fantasy something that wasn't really real. See, when I tripped in front of everybody at school, which happened a lot because I'm kind of klutzy, there was no superhero to save me from the embarrassment just like this. Wow, great reflexes. And when those mean girls made fun of me at school, there was no one to defend me and give them what they deserved like this. I am a god, you dull creature, and I will not be bullied by that. That'd be really funny if that happened to the mean girls at school. It wouldn't it'd be very satisfying. And whenever I was in trouble or in danger, there was no Jedi to swoop in and do this. giant mud rhino before, but it's Baby Yoda, and so I had to show it. I could not. But this, I, this idea of having a hero, but it never really being there for me, it kind of disappointed me. I wanted a hero. I needed a hero, but I realized quickly that those superheroes from the movies, they weren't coming in to rescue me anytime soon. And that in reality, I didn't necessarily need to be rescued from the bad guys. I really kind of need to be saved from myself. From my own choices, my own words, my thoughts, my actions, that was what I really needed to be saved and rescued from. And no ordinary superhero could do that, no matter how powerful. But then one day, I was introduced to the ultimate superhero. The superhero that was not only the strongest and the most powerful, but that was actually real. And he was the hero that had saved me in every single way. He protected me from the wrong people. He helped me be brave when I was feeling afraid. He read my mind when I was feeling like there was no one in the world who could understand me. He healed me when the doctors couldn't. And he was there for me when no one else was. But more than any of that, this hero was able to save me from myself. And he continues to save me every single day. Never again will I find myself wishing that I had a Spider-Man or a Jedi or even a Superman to come and save me because the ultimate superhero already had over and over and over again. 
And unlike those guys, he is always there. He never leaves. He's never too busy going off and saving some other damsel in distress across the world. But mostly, he doesn't just save me once, but saves me over and over again for the rest of my life. Now, each of us, whether we realize it or not, are in need of a hero, are in need of being saved. And again, whether we realize it or not, we're in a similar situation that little Eddie finds himself in up here, and that is that he is stuck in a situation of his own making. He made it happen. He's the one that got himself into the mess, and now he has no way to get himself out of that mess. And that mess that I am referring to isn't necessarily slime in our own lives, but it's something that we would call sin, which sin is a fancy church word for the wrong things that we've done. And when we sin, it messes with us. It makes us dirty and unclean, and it makes us trapped and stuck in our own situations. That is what I'm referring to when I say that we are trapped just like little Eddie. But the world tells us that this doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter as long as the good things that you do outweigh the bad things that you do. If that happens, then there's really nothing to worry about. And the world tells us that, yeah, if you mess up by being a bad friend or by lying to your parents, it's actually fine because you can make up for it by getting good grades or maybe being weird or nice to the weird kid at school. But this isn't true. And we know this because the Bible says the exact opposite. Nothing that we can do can atone or make up for the things that we've done in the past. We can't fix it. We can't change it. We can't make up for it. We can't rewrite it or make it better. We are stuck in the slime of our sin, and there's nothing that we can do personally to change it. And why should we care? Why does it matter if our sin is, or if our, if our selves are messed up? Why does it matter that we're stuck in this ooey gooey grossness? What's the big deal? Well, we need to understand that sin is a much bigger deal than what the world portrays it as. Because the sin that enters into our lives actually ends up messing with our souls. And if I were to define a soul for you in seven-year-old terms, I guess, I would say that a soul is kind of like a body part. It's inside of us, and it has a specific function, just like a heart or a brain. And though if a surgeon cuts you open, they might not find it inside of you. Actually, they won't. It is there, and it has a very real purpose. And that is it connects us to God. And so our souls, which each and every one of us are born with, originally are perfect and spotless, and our connection to God is without, is with complete perfection. There's nothing messy with it. But the second that we sin, the second that we mess up, we do it over and over and over again, our soul gets messier and messier and messier, which means that we can't connect to God anymore. We're literally stuck in that sin. And you may say, okay, well, that's something that I guess I'll just have to deal with. But we find in the Bible what the cost of this messed up soul is, what the cost of being stuck in the slippery, slimy grossness of sin. And we'll realize that it's much greater than anything that we could fathom. It says in Romans 6, 23a, for the cost of sin is death. The cost of our sin, of our wrongdoings, is death. 
Now, this doesn't mean that Jesus is going to smite you from heaven the second that you do one wrong thing, because we'd all be dead, right? We've all messed up a billion times, but this death is an eternal death, a death where when we leave this world, we leave and go to hell eternally. We don't have a happily ever after. Instead, we have a future and eternity condemned to hell. That is the cost of our choices, of our sins. And the world might try and act like it's no big deal. But when we realize what it costs to pay for that sin, we realize it's a much bigger deal than we realize. And we quickly want to escape the slime that we are all stuck in. Speaking of that slime, let's check back in with little Eddie and see how he is handling all that slime. Welcome back to the Super Duper Punch Superhero Kick Super Show. It's me, Dude Super, still coming at you from my mom's basement. But when we left off, little Eddie was stuck in slimy peril, wondering if anyone could save him. Will the normal superheroes come through or will someone new save the day? Let's find out on the Super Duper Punch Superhero Kick Super Show. Okay, so we've established a few things. This is not candy in this pool, and the slime in this pool is not candy. And also on an unrelated note, I have thrown up. Does somebody need a hero? What? Does somebody need a hero? What? Does somebody need a hero? No, I don't really like Greek food that much, but could you help me? Of course. I'm always there in the night, looking out beyond, finding the end of throw up. Yeah, I threw up. Nope, I, I threw up two times. Well, two was an up and one was a down. Nope. And then if you do a subtraction, nope. plus a multiplication, basically I threw up and. Nope. Yeah. If, I, if someone else throws up, you know, but, but I throw up, I can't, I can't do that anymore. Oh, don't you just, you put your, what? you no. put your hand right in it. Right Alfred. in the throat. Alfred! I had a lot of chili help. for lunch yesterday. Yeah, that's a, that's a hey unfortunate. Hey boys, you need some help? Wonder Woman's stick back is sticking their throw up. And not candy. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I saw the sign. Yeah, I saw it too. But I required further invested, investigation, invest reporting. No, that's investigation, because I'm a great detective, <laughs> de- detector, detective like uh, Batman here. No, yeah. you're definitely not. Okay, all right. Not. Here, catch Tell me. Batman, catch Tell your lasso truth. Okay, Good. ready? Hey, wait, Hold I on. have a, wait. Leave him, go. Ba- Batman, I have a question while you're holding that lasso no. truth. What's your I, real name? No. No, it's a last of truth. Are you gonna let me pull you out or not? I'm bad. Okay, come on, break. Okay. Come on, bro. You know why I it's not working? I, I can't help. I can't. You lied while holding a last of truth. Hey, uh, can I can I have that back, please? What? Can I? Where are you going? I, I, I can't help it. I, I gotta, I, yeah. I, There's uh, a lot of throw up in other questionable fluids going yeah, on in here. Yeah, you, you guys, good, good luck with that. Yeah, Bye, Wonder Woman. Nice to see you. What? 
She didn't even do anything. I don't, I don't think I don't think anyone could save us. Did somebody call for me? Any man, any man, thank goodness, save me. And him, I guess, if you want, but save me first. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Little Eddie, yes. I have a few questions. No, just save One, me. One, yes. how did you know my name? Well, you see, I... Two, I, what is going on with your belly button? Oh, it's, see, I have this cool Three, thing. what, who are you? I'm any man. I have the power of any. What? So wait a minute. You have the power, like any power? Any power ever. And I'm the first superhero that's so ever So wait, what, a, what about like super strength? Yes, I have super strength. What about like super <laughs> speed? Yes, I have super speed. Okay, here's a hard one. Are you ready? Yep. Are you listening to me? I'm listening. Because sometimes when I start talking, adults check out. I'm, I'm right here, little Eddie. Okay, lightning round. Do you have the power of lightning? Yes. Do you have the power of gun? Yes. <laughs> See, if you would have let me explain the belly button thing, I would have showed you, but move on. Anyways, um, do you have the power of, did I already say super speed? Yes. Oh. Do you have Batman's power? Yes. Which is nothing? Yes. Do you have, um, do you have the power of space? He's right. Yes, I do. I, okay, here's a really hard one. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you listening? I'm listening. Okay, so if you were to like look at, at my face, could you tell what I was thinking? Tacos. No, that, wait, did you say tacos? I did say tacos. Dang it. <laughs> That's amazing. And anyways, can I just get you out of yeah, here? Yeah, same way. I don't know how you're going to. We're stuck. Anyway, there's throw up. There's a lot of throw up. I had chili. It's I bad. I don't care about throw up. Wait. I'm just here to help you guys get out of here. Okay. Okay, okay here we Thank go, Batman. Are you sure? Thank the you. Wiener sits on us. It's gross. Come uh, back up. Thank you. There you go. I don't, I'm real stuck in here, pal. Wait, I don't know wait, what wait. you're going to do. Wait, hey, man. Hey, man. Yeah. Don't tell Superman. Don't worry, I won't. Can you help me and not yes, worry about Superman? Yes, yes here. Come, come here, little Eddie. I got you. <laughs> Super strength. Come on. Oh, yeah. All right, buddy. Let's uh stand up here. There you go. Uh, thanks for saving me, Mr. A-Man, but you didn't have to do that. I didn't deserve it because I, I knew that the sign said that this wasn't candy, and I just made a bad decision, but... But you saved me anyway. Well, yeah. That's despite the throw up. There was a lot of throw up. A lot of throw up. <laughs> a lot of throw up. Anyway, that's what I'm here for, little Eddie. It doesn't matter what you're stuck in or covered in. I'll always be there to save you because you're worth saving. From this day forth, any man will be the superhero over my life because he's the only one who can save me even when I'm covered in my own throw up, which happens more frequently than you would think. Follow me, little Eddie. I'll I, show you the I way. have to walk backwards. You do? Yeah. Okay. Eddie Man to the rescue. Little Eddie is no longer slime food thanks to the work of Eddie Man. With the power of Eddie, he's able to be the hero of all the heroes. Little Eddie found out that when you call on Eddie Man, he'll save you from any situation, including throw, throw up. I can't wait to see where any man leads little Eddie on their next adventure. Find out next time on the Super Duper Punch Superhero Kick Super Show. You guys are starting to catch on, right? Okay, there you go. The punch, the kick. Woo.
Okay, that's what you're supposed to do at the end. Okay, so in this little story, we found that little Eddie was stuck in some slime. And Batman and Wonder Woman came to help him. And there was no way that we, he were, they were getting him out of the thing. But there was one hero who could save him. Did you guys catch his name? Any man. That's right, because he has the power of any. Now, in case you didn't catch that, that's supposed to be like the Jesus character. Do you get it? Symbolism. Oh, light the bulb. Okay, so that's what happened. And so any man was able to save little Eddie, pull him out of his own mess, and they ended up having a bromance a little bit. It was really, really cool. So that's where we left off with little Eddie. But where we left off talking was we found out that the cost of our sin is death. Want, want, kind of a little bit disappointing, right? Because we've all sinned. We all know that we've all messed up. But what we need to realize is that I left you a little bit on a cliffhanger. There's actually more to that verse that I didn't reveal yet. And so if we put it back up on the board, Romans 6.23, we find for the cost of sin is death. That's we already mentioned. But that's the biggest but in the Bible. Kids church really likes that joke. You guys didn't get it. Okay. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so we learned cost of our sin is death. We deserve to die. We deserve an eternal death and hell because our souls are messed up from the sin. But the free gift of Jesus is eternal life. But Jesus. And so we learned this story. Maybe you've heard it before. Maybe you haven't of what Jesus did for each and every one of us by saving us. From the very beginning, it was always God's plan to send his one and only son down here to earth. And this happened a couple thousand years ago when Jesus was sent from heaven to earth. You guys know the Christmas story where Jesus was born to a virgin and then he grew up in, in Bethlehem and he was this awesome, awesome guy. But what you may not know or may not realize is that Jesus lived in the same exact world as us. Yes, it was 2,000 years earlier, but he lived with the same exact temptations that we face every single day. He lived in a very similar world that we live in now. Even though it seems so far away, he faced a lot of the same stuff. But the difference was, while we mess up on a regular basis, Jesus not once sinned. Not once did he fall short or mess up. He never disobeyed his parents. He never talked back. He never said a cuss word, lied, cheat, stole. None of that. He was completely perfect and spotless in every single way. And so he grew up in this world and he never messed up. He was faultless. And as a result, his soul was perfect. He had this perfect connection with God. But he looked at this world and he said, these people, they need a savior. They need me. They are stuck and they cannot get out of their own mess. And each and every one of them is going to die an eternal death. And I love them. I don't want them to have to face that. I want them to have a connection with me. I want to restore my relationship with them and turn them and redeem, and redeem them back to where they were. And so he dies on a cross. He puts the weight of his sins or of our sins upon himself, though he was perfect and faultless in every single way. He says, I don't want them to have to pay for it, so I will personally do it myself. And he takes the weight of each and every one of our sins in the past and in the future upon himself, and he decides that he wants to pay the consequence for them.
It says in Isaiah 53, 4a, he suffered the things that we should have suffered. He took on himself the pain that should have been ours. He looked at us and he said, they are worth it. They are worth the precious blood and they are worth me suffering. They are worth me picking up each and every one of their sins and paying for the things that they've done because I love them so, so much. And God says the same exact thing in John 3, 16. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And so now anyone who believes in him will not die, but will have eternal life. Jesus loved you enough. He loved you so much. Even though you weren't even born yet, he chose you. He picked you and he died for you so that we don't have to. And so when we're talking about the ultimate superhero, that's why we're saying Jesus is the ultimate superhero because he doesn't just save one person. He saved each and every one of us and he does it every single day. Because of the bad things we have done, we deserve death. But the gift of Jesus is forever life through him. How wonderful is it to know that our fate has nothing to do with our own perfection or lack thereof, but everything to do with God's perfection. We didn't earn it. We certainly don't deserve it, but he did it for us anyway. And so he died for us. And when he did that, he switched our old, broken, messed up, slimy souls that we couldn't connect to him with any longer, and he gave us a brand new one. He restored us, he redeemed us so that we can connect with him once again and we can spend an eternity in heaven with him rather than an eternity in hell as we deserve. And so maybe you've heard this a million times, maybe this is the very first time tonight, but you may be wondering, okay, well, how do I make this switch? How do I get rid of my old nasty soul and trade it for this brand new one? How do I get eternal life with Jesus. Well, Jesus isn't like the world where he makes you pay for the things that you've done, where he guilts or shames you or makes you jump through hoops. Instead, he says, you just have to do one simple thing. And it talks about it in Romans 10, 9. It says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's so simple. It's so simple. He says, all you have to do to receive my free gift of life, just let me know that you believe in me. Just let me know that you believe that I died on the cross. Let me know, declare it, that you love me and that you, will, you wanna follow me for the rest of your life. And I will give you a brand new soul just like that. And even if you mess up in the future, which he knows you will, he says, my grace and my mercy is enough for you every single day. This is a one-time thing. You don't have to do this every time you mess up, but instead, this is one free gift that he gives to you. Retrade out that old soul for a brand new one. And so if that's you tonight where you've never prayed this prayer, where you've never made this declaration as this verse says, I wanna give you an opportunity to do that tonight. And so maybe that's you. And in a second, we will do that. But I also wanna to speak to those of you who've already done that, who've already prayed the prayer, the salvation prayer, who've already made Jesus the Lord and Savior of their life. I want you to know 
that the cross isn't done with you and that the things that Jesus did on that cross, He keeps doing for you. It says in Isaiah 53, five, it says, but He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on Him. And by His wounds, we are healed. I think a lot of this in this room might say, I'm broken. I'm hurting. I feel like every single day of my life is a challenge, like I'm never enough, like I'm never chosen, like I'm never loved, I'm hurt, I'm broken, I'm rejected, I am sick, and I'm tired of the life that I'm living. Jesus wants you to know that He died for you too, that His blood was shed for you too, and He wants to bring healing to those wounds tonight to you as well because He loves you so, so much. And so whatever boat you're in, maybe this is the first time you prayed the prayer, maybe you prayed the prayer before, but you're saying, man, I still really, really need Jesus to heal me. Or maybe you're in both. I wanna just take a second to talk to him tonight, to just walk forth and do the things that the scriptures say, to invite him into our hearts so that we can get a new soul, but that we can also be healed. And so we're gonna combine these two prayers tonight, the prayer of salvation, of asking Jesus into our heart, just like that Romans verse said, but also the second part of healing, because I think we can all use a little bit of that in our lives. And so with every head bowed and every eye closed, I just want you to know that right now, it's just you and Jesus. And I want you, as if you're the only person in this room right now with him, to just think about what you need from Him. His grace is sufficient and His sacrifice is more than enough. No matter what you've done, no matter how ashamed you are, no matter how broken or lost you are, He's enough. So think about what you're needing from Him tonight. And I want each and every one of us in this room to just say this prayer with me. Repeat it, even if you've said it before, even if you're feeling doubtful, even if you're feeling unsure, take this next step with him. He's not gonna let you fall. And so with every head bowed still, repeat this prayer with me, everyone in this room. Dear Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you died on the cross and that you rose again. I believe that you forgave all of my sins. And I want to make you the leader of my life. And I wanna follow you forever. But I need you. I need your grace. I need your forgiveness. And I need your healing. I'm broken. I'm not whole. And so with your blood, Jesus, make me whole again. Forgive me, restore me, redeem me, Lord. I love you so much. And I want your will to be done in my life. It's in your name that I pray, Jesus. Amen. 
Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening at 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.